What is going on, constant listeners? Um, welcome to the Flashcast and the podcast from Earth 2, man. But, dude, what a, an episode Legacy was. I mean, what a season finale. I mean, so many wins and yet so many losses. You know? I mean, that's one... Actually, those are the two terms that this one article uses. And I totally agree with that article on that whole on that whole sentiment. Crazy. But before we get into the episode, I just want to let you I just want to remind all of you who are listening. Um, I'm going to be at the Phoenix Fan Fusion. Um, it's basically Phoenix, Arizona's Comic Con, for those of you who don't know. And I'm just gonna be there just to have fun, see the sites, maybe meet some celebrities, go to some panels. I mean, that's one of the, the enjoyable things about Comic-Con or Comic-Cons in general or fan fusions. It's just that it's all about comics, so, but then the world of comics has just gotten bigger. I mean, it's gotten bigger in the silver screen. It's even gotten bigger in some books. And I don't know if any of you know this, so, but there was this one book that um, got me really hooked, and it's actually called um, Under the Moon. It's a Catwoman tale. I, only, I have a free version of it, though, but I've read it. Um, and I have to say, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good graphic novel, and it was illustrated by Isaac Goodhart, and I believe it was written by who was it written by? Does it say here even? Ah, yes. Let me see. Wait a minute. No, nah, it was written by. No, it was written by. It was um, written by. Ah, oh, there it is, Lauren McCarrickle. Or know what? No, that's the interviewer. Whoops. But anyway, I mean, I think it's a really good uh, graphic novel. I mean, it's a really interesting take on Selena Kyle. I recommend if any of you, I recommend that you read it. I mean, I might get my own copy. Oh, it is Lauren Mc, you know, my bad. It is Lauren McCarrickle. It's a yes. <laughs> going on constant listeners it is your host brian from earth 16 and man i have to say what a season finale legacy was i mean talk about some giant some giant wins and some giant losses i mean crazy dude 
You know, I mean, and, and the article actually uses those two words to describe this episode, describe this final episode. And man, I couldn't agree with it anymore. But before we get into that, I just want to mention a couple of things. I mean, this week's been going, you know, I mean, it's, it's a lot of, this week has been, it's been so-so. And I say that because my fridge went out recently. Um, I have to deal with that. And then like, I have to go in for a car repair, just crazy stuff. But you know, I'm getting through it. And, you know, I mean, it's just ticking it one at a time. But other than that, I mean, it's been going pretty well. I mean, I'm, I, you know, I mean, I'm take, again, taking it one step at a time. I have several, several stuff lined up. I mean, speaking of stuff being lined up, I mean, Comic-Con's coming up, um, ladies and gentlemen. And, well, Comic-Con season, I like to call it, because Phoenix Fan Fusion's coming over to the Phoenix area where I live. and. It's going to be from, I believe it's going to be on May the 23rd until the 26th. And it's basically where it's like, a, you know, it's like a, a comic con, you know, when celebrities are going to be there, a lot of panels. I mean, just last year, I saw William Shatner give a really awesome lecture on how the earth was made. Just really awesome stuff. So, I mean, I'm going to be there representing the podcast from Earth 2, um, just seeing the sights. I mean, just having fun, you know? So... There's that, and I also wanted to mention that I've been reading. Actually, I've read this. It's a free version, mind you, though. But I've read this um graphic novel called Under the Moon, and it's a Catwoman tale, and it was illustrated by Isaac Goodhart and actually written by Lauren Myrakel. And it's a really good, interesting take on Selena Kyle and how she grew up and how she came to be. And it's just a really, really awesome story. And I think. That, you know, I mean, it's another one I recommend. I mean, I have the free version, mind you, from Free Comic Book Day, but I think I might get my own copy even and just read through it. I mean, it's a really awesome story and an awesome take on Selena Kyle. So that's another one I recommend for those of you out there who like to delve into comics like I do. Or, yeah. So having said that, I'm going to review the episode of Legacy. And again, it was just, it was a really emotional episode. And if you haven't seen it yet, I suggest that you go back and see it. It's just amazing. It's a really amazing, like what the peeps behind the scenes even did during, in this episode. I mean, must have, I mean, must have, it was really raw. Let's just put it that way. It was a raw episode. So it starts out with Nora. Um, narrating that she believed that she could do the impossible and you know i mean you know just to save you know just to save her family from cicada be the hero i mean she's a lot like season one barry i tell you i mean a lot of shades of barry allen and you can tell that throughout i mean pretty much throughout the season he's become a more prouder dad of her i mean i mean he could have not asked for anything better but to be proud of his own child for stepping up and being the hero or even a much better hero than he was and so we go so we go forward with um ralph jumping right in front of the blast now if you remember from the last episode barry was about to use the um the mirror gun to blast the dagger but instead ralph jumps in the way and he gets blasted and somehow he is still alive, but he gets inverted, like inside out. So it's just, <laughs> you know, I mean, Team Flash has trouble trying to revive him. They don't quite know what to do. And 
I mean, everyone's pretty much in a tailspin, kind of wondering, what do we do? Like, you know, I mean, we can't, I mean, he obviously, you know, I mean, we, we might have, we may have defeated um, Cicada that round, though, but, you know, there's a good chance that, you know, she might go for another round. I mean, we got to act quick. And we quickly, we also learned that Cisco hasn't told Camilla about him being Vibe, and Caitlin actually, being the friend that she is to Cisco, advises him to tell the, tell Camilla the truth. And they, it goes at it from there. And then, so basically in the next scene, um, Barry and, and Nora end up back in C Central City PD, and basically, which is now a crime scene because of Cicada, and they notice a piece of wood that was left over, and that becomes a clue to where to cicadas, or I should say, Grace cicadas or Shikadas whereabouts. And speaking of Grace, we go into a scene where an an apparition of Orlin tells Grace to destroy the metas, and she plans on using. I think I want to say she plans on using the time machine or something to actually further her agenda to kill all the metas. And then it goes on to the next scene where we find out why, why Ralph actually jumped in front of um, the blast. And Shulok discovers that the dagger is what's keeping the reverse flash in prison. So Ralph basically prevented the reverse flash from, from getting his powers. Because if you remember in the last um, episode also, we do see that the dagger is on Thawne. And that's what's preventing him from using from tapping into the speed force. So it makes it really it makes a whole lot of sense why Ralph felt like they should have not destroyed the dagger because if they destroy the dagger, Thawne breaks free and all and all hell breaks loose. But that puts Team Flash in a catch twenty two because if they destroy the dagger, they save all the metas, but Reverse Flash runs free. However, if they keep the dagger on Reverse Flash, Reverse Flash remains in prison. However, the metas are at risk. And in this scene, also, if you if you if you notice the dagger being on Thawne's chest, it kind of reminds me of his reverse flash symbol. It's kind because you think about it, the dagger is, is thunderbolt shaped or or yeah, thunderbolt shaped, and it kind of is a alludes to his reverse flash symbol. Does that make sense? So it's like he he you know it's an indicator that he is a reverse flash, but he's a depowered reverse flash. He's a vulnerable reverse flash. But then again, with the where with the way things are going, that might not be for long. So Nora blames herself for being manipulated by Thawne. But then, you know, Iris and Barry assure her that it wasn't her fault, and Barry says that, you know, a lot of times, you know, we all you know, kind of channeling Jay Garrick, we all make mistakes, so, but we have to either, we can either try to fix them, use our powers to fix them, or we can move forward. And Cisco is having his struggles of his own, like I mentioned before, with Camilla. And Caitlin advises Cisco to go see her. And it's in this scene that I find really, I mean, I find it that Cisco grew more mature here too when he told Camilla about his secrets, working at Star Labs, and eventually being vibe by showing her his powers. And Camilla um, relates to Cisco by telling him that with all the comic books, comic books she's read, she understands the sort of the you know sort of the struggles of being a hero. But then she also understands that she wouldn't you know she also understands what Cisco has to go through, and that she wouldn't get in the way of him. Being a hero, or him even being vibe, 
And I already mentioned the Barry and Norris scene. Now, here's a scene where I thought was really funny. I mean, since it involves Ralph Dibney. So Sherlock's solution is to blast Ralph and Vibe. Cisco uses his Vibe blast to get Ralph back to normal, though. But however, he's not able to speak correctly. But <laughs> he develops that over time. So, I mean, Ralph is back in good order. And at least he got that whole problem solved. And another thing they figure out is with the piece of wood that they found start in the Central City Police Department, they're able to find Cicada, and, or Grace at least, and Nora claims to have a plan to stop Cicada and Thawne. So they actually are planning on curing young Grace with a Medicure, so that way, with a Medicure, so that way um, future Grace is no longer powered. And then that way, even though Thawne still has a dagger, I mean, they won't have to destroy it. So Grace gets trapped, and so far the plan looks like it's going well. They trap her into the same force field that they trapped Thawne in back in season one. And Nora reminds younger Grace that she is a meta, and she uses the, her mind device to get into young Grace's head. And young Grace is in conflict. And while she's in conflict, Shikata tries to break out of the force field and force shield, and she does succeed. But before um, she does even more damage, I mean, back in Young Grace's head, we do see two Orlins. There's good Orlin and there's evil Orlin. So it's basically Orlin versus Cicada. And it took it. It actually took um, Nora and good Orlin to actually get Grace to accept the cure and she finally gets cured and future grace um the dagger and that and that they realize that the dagger needs to be destroyed so future grace disintegrates after barry shoots the dagger because i mean future grace is about to kill nora however because of that happening thawne is freed and gets his negative gets to tap into the negative speed force again and the crazy thing in this scene too is just that thawne before he was about to be executed, I forgot to mention this scene actually. The prison guard gives Thawne his memento, which is like the ring that has his costume in it. And also it's telling him that, you know, kind of this rubbing in his face. So, but then when Thawne gets freed, he kills pretty much all the guards. So, but then Nora and Barry actually reverse time and save the guards. So, right now it's a basically a fight between father and daughter and reverse flash. But before that even happens, Thawne states my exact point that I've been trying to bring home in the last couple episodes, that Nora and Barry are a lot alike in terms of them trusting him and them being manipulated by him, which is why I would say that had Barry been in Nora's position, I mean, season one Barry, he probably would have done the same exact things that Nora did or made the same exact mistakes. So, I mean, talk about like father, like daughter. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, they're both cool, but you know what I mean? It's just, you know I mean? When, cause, because I say at that point, because when Barry was getting mad at Nora, it's like, dude, your daughter, you know, you would have, knowing you, man, you probably would have done the same exact thing. I mean, reference you know a reference to your season one self you know what i mean you would have done the same exact thing barry so the two flashes flash and excess chase the reverse flash and reverse flash taunts barry and nora about 
the Flash vanishing being his legacy. However, before the Flashes are actually beaten, the Time Spear is used to subdue Reverse Flash, and the, re and the rest of the Team Flash is um, there, and it's sort of like a reunion. And, you know, it's just, you know, the Reverse Flash says hello to Caitlin, and, you know, hello to Iris, and then he really gets inside Cisco's head by telling him that, you know, he was like his greatest, you know, his greatest achievement. And, you know, I mean, his powers are something special and that he, if it wasn't for him, he wouldn't be vibe. And so basically Team Flash uses our combined abilities to defeat Reverse Flash. However, as a result, and because the dagger was destroyed, Nora begins to be erased because of the new timeline due to destroying the dagger. Reverse Flash advises Barry to use the negative speed force to save Nora, and that he sees Nora as his daughter. Now, this kind of gets Barry a little mad, though, because, you know, I mean, can you blame Barry? Reverse Flash tried to take, it seems like he tried to take Nora away from him, in a sense. And that, in a sense, he was more, he was more there for Nora than Barry was for her. So, I mean, you can understand how Barry's feeling. But also, imagine how Nora's feeling, you know, the thought of being erased from the timeline. And she's scared, obviously. So they try to run into, they try to tap into the Nega Speed Force, but Nora tells Barry that she can't do it and that she needs to be a race. And it's a really sad scene. And Iris is feeling it too because that's their child. And it's, it's, it completely crushes them. But, you know, it was a, it turned out that it was a necessary, it was a necessary measure to save everyone in the city. And it just shows the fact that Nora proved her medal as a true hero, maybe much better than the Flash himself. And you know, it's just a really—it it really comes to show that Nora West Allen, XS, okay, daughter Flash, you know, or she Flash, whatever you want to call her, I call her X. You know, I mean, it's XS. She grew up to be her own hero. Not just to be like another Flash show, but to be even, I think, even a better hero of the Flash, because she sacrificed herself. I mean, she would have done a, I mean, who knows? She probably would have done a time remnant or I don't know. But I mean, that, by the way, that scene where Thawne did a time, two time remnants of himself and then like put the other time remnant back in him was pretty cool. But anyway, back to Nora West Allen. I mean, she was a true hero. And she sacrificed so much for them just to live. And this crushes Barry and Iris. But at the same time, they're very proud of her. And Reverse Flash, I mean, knowing him, he just runs off and lives to fight another day. But I believe that one day, I mean, he's going to get his. At some point, he will get his. Even though there'll be, there'll be many fights between Barry and Reverse Flash, he's going to get his one day. And you know, there's a and Joe, you know, Joe West actually assured, um, assured Barry and Iris that, you know, she's going to be seen again. I, I, Nora will be seen again. I do believe that too, because, like Luke Skywalker said in the Rise of the Skywalker, not everyone, n no one's truly ever gone, and I think we'll be seeing Nora West Allen again. I mean, I think this is we haven't seen the last of her. Whether we've seen her as a little kid or I don't know, but she is going to be seen again. I totally believe that. I'm not just saying that because she's one of my favorite characters right now. I mean, she truly is. She's on the. She's up there with Damian Wayne now, even. And see, that's what I like about characters like Nora. You know, what I mean, and like Damian and like Carl Grimes from The Walking Dead, Damian Wayne, uh, Robin from the Batman mythos. Like these characters, 
are legacies of their of their parents, but they somehow they find it in themselves, even against adversity, to be better, even if their their parents themselves at first don't believe them. I mean, look at Batman, and he did acknowledge him as acknowledge Damien as his son, though, but. He also saw him as a product of the League of Assassins, but yet Damien proved him wrong. You know, Carl, seen as a vulnerable little kid in a zombie universe, and Rick was always worried about him. Rick Grimes was always worried about him, but Carl pulled through in the end, in both the show and in the comic book series. And you got the you get the same thing with I, with Nora West Allen. I mean, she allied with Thawne, don't get me wrong. But that's because she wanted to meet Barry, and she proved Barry and Iris wrong, and she made she made she made the best out of them, and in a sense, even out of fun, in a sense. But you know, she'll be missed. But I feel like this isn't this isn't the last we've seen of Nora West Allen. She will return at some point, just like Joe said. So there's hope there. So Sherlock. Um, and this, you know, a lot of goodbyes, a lot of, I mean, even though they've defeated Cicada, you know, I mean, there's a lot of loss here too. I mean, and I felt like it was a lot vibe, you know, we had to say goodbye to vibe. I mean, Cisco Ramon will still be around, but vibe after he was, after Cisco choose to take the Medicure vibe is no more. And then Sherlock um, left to go um, return to his earth to get, to be with Renee but it was on a good note too with Sherlock because they said that they wouldn't do anything without Sherlock. I mean, and like I said, even with a, even with Sherlock Wells or Harry Wells or Harrison Wells or Thawne Wells, every Earth, every Earth needs a Wells. I mean, on my Earth 16, we have an HD Wells. But you get the point. Every Earth needs a Wells. Wells is awesome. Wells is cool. Heck, I wish I was like Wells. I mean, Sherlock especially. Guy's got swag. And so basically... Um, the next scene, um, we find out that Grace Gibbons, the former Cicada, is going to be adopted. And after Cicada was defeated, we do see the fact that she gets erased from the timeline, similar to how Savitar, Thawne, and sadly, Nora got erased. That's one scene I actually forgot to mention. I mean, there's a lot of sad goodbyes, you know, I mean, even for grown-up Grace. And I say that because, I mean, she, she could have grown up to be, you know, to at least to be someone who was, you know, I mean, to grow up to, to be a better person, you know, I mean, rather than just uh, the villainous cicada. And that's what Orland wanted for her ultimately. After he got cured, he realized the error of his ways. But now his legacy lives on too. The fact that Grace is you know, chose to be cured and she's going to be adopted into a better home and probably live a better life and grow up to be a better person. And we find out in the next scene that David Singh is going to become the new chief of police and he's going to promote Joe West to captain. And the funny, the shocking thing is that David Singh knows that Barry is the flash. Like he, he knew, you know, so crazy, man. And Iris and Barry, I mean, they've grown up a whole lot. Um, and there's this one scene where they discuss Nora being the best of Barry and Iris. And they find a recording from Nora's chip in her diary and saying that she wanted to be a true hero and that she was happy that it turned out the way it did because she wanted everyone to live their life. And we do see scenes of Ralph looking at his file 
and we see a name, I think it's De- Dearborn or something like that. But basically that's the um that's the um what's the word for it? The maiden name of one Sue Dibney. And for those of you who don't know, Sue Dibney is going is Ralph's wife in the comics. So Ralph actually there's this one scene where he tells Caitlin he's not built for love though, but that um right there when he looks at the file in his office I mean that that's going to show that's going to you know be a sign of what's to come for Ralph Dibney. He's going to meet Sue Dibney, who's basically a socialite who actually somehow falls in love with the elongated man. And we're going to probably be seeing her a lot in Star Lab. So I'm going to be really excited for that. I mean, Ralph has become one of my favorite characters. I mean, I like the elongated man. He's a cool cat, you know, really, really, you know, really going to be a really awesome season next, you know, season six is going to be pretty awesome, I think, too. With Ralph, I mean, we're going to see more of him. I mean, we've seen a lot of him, though, but we're definitely going to see more of Ralph, I think, in season six. And um, we see Cisco going out with Camilla. Like I mentioned before, we saw Sherlock, you know, Sherlock being reunited with um, Renee. And then we also see that Cisco left Caitlin a gift for her new suit as Killer Frost. So it looks like Cisco and Caitlin have switched places. He's going to probably be more of the hands-on science guy kind of like the den dad whereas caitlin was sort of like the den mother though but then she's going to be more in her killer frost role well maybe occasionally being the den mother too but you know cisco feel you know felt like he had to grow up and you know to hang up the vibe boots for a while and be with camilla because camilla is probably his next stage in life and it shows that again he matured so that ends it off for that episode, but before then, I mean, at the very end of the episode, we see, due to the um, new timeline, we see that um, newspaper clipping where it says Fa- Flash vanishes in the crisis. It goes over to, from 2014, back to, 20, back to 2019. So crisis is coming soon, ladies and gentlemen, and that's why I'm saying that this season, season six, next season is going to blow you away. I mean, who knows what's going to happen to Barry? I mean, we could very well... I mean, I'm kind of predicting that, you know, Nora West Allen very well could come back, and who knows, might become the Flash herself or Impulse, kind of like Bart Allen. She might be the, the version of Bart Allen, or maybe Bart Allen himself will come back, or will come. I mean, not come back. We've never seen Bart Allen, but maybe he will come and take over for a while until Barry come. You know, somehow they're able to find Barry again. Because in the Crisis comics, Barry disappears until Flash Rebirth, which was actually written in, I want to say it was written around 2008. It was around the time I was in college. And Barry just came back to like, he came back to a world that basically moved on without him. And But Iris never, you know, I mean, Iris waited for him. And, and just like that, he was swiped. He was just like smack dab in the middle of Blackest Night where all the Black Lanterns came back. But, you know, he was just Barry Allen being the fastest man alive. He became a Blue Lantern. So who knows? We might see a whole lot with the season and with the crisis. And, yeah, I mean, I'm really excited. So that wraps it up for this episode. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast from Earth 2 or follow us on Twitter at PFE2 underscore. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Brian's Comics underscore one. And of course on Instagram too. I mean, it's pretty much the same. Brian's comics underscore one, PFE2 underscore. And 
feel free to leave a comment. I mean, do you believe that um, Nora might become the next Flash somehow? She returns in that sense when Barry disappears in this expedited crisis? Or do you think it'll be the debut of Bart Allen? I mean, feel free to comment on our Twitter. I mean, I'd like to hear from you. I mean, that's my theory, though. And maybe I'm just saying that because I'm a Nora West Allen mark. But hey, who knows, right? So that's going to wrap it up for this episode. I mean, I'm just... I just want to let you know, um, since it's the uh, doing it's a final it's a final podcast at least for season five until season six returns. I'm still I'm gonna try to find some topics for the flashcasts or maybe do different versions of the podcast altogether. Maybe character profiles on you know the, each of the characters that we've seen on the show or their con- their comic book counterparts. Who knows? But I mean, it's been a ride, and I'm really happy to have been a part of this crew. I mean, the podcast from her too. Um, but you know, I mean, I mean, I'm going to be doing like, you know, basically I'm going to be doing the, sorry, <laughs> kind of trailed off a little bit there though, but I'm going to be actually doing the podcast for Krypton season two. So I'm going to be covering that. So you'll be hearing a lot from me. And of course, like I said, I'll be, I'll try to find some other topics for the flash casts or basically whatever it is that we're going to cover. I mean, we're going to do it at the podcast from Earth too, cause that's what we do. We we do all things multiverse and we're awesome at it. I mean, you got Jay who does uh, multiversity. He's really, he's like the, he's like the real professor of the multiversity. I mean, his, I mean, his, his, this is passion. His knowledge is just unbelievable. And then you got Alma who does her, um, tower of fate segments. And then you got Sammy, the bull who does his comic book reviews, just really awesome stuff. And that's what we do. We love to do it for you guys. And I just want to say again, it's been truly an honor. So this is Brian from Earth 16 signing out. And just remember, guys, be ever so awesome.